0: Welcome to Dear Empath with Gus Baxter. On this weekly podcast, we discuss all things personal, spiritual, and professional growth and break down these philosophies into everyday language we can all understand. Let's walk on this journey together. On today's episode, I am continuing this mini series on journaling by exploring journaling as a method for self coaching. Self coaching is exactly what it sounds like you act as both the coach and the client. When you incorporate this practice into your journaling, you are elevating journaling and unlocking new benefits. As I discussed last week, journaling as a practice has a cascade of positive. Benefits. Writing down your experiences, what you felt, and what your outcomes were, allows your mind to sequence these events. Think about this as your brain taking these individual puzzle pieces and connecting them into one cohesive picture. Now that your brain is working with the whole picture, you can start to understand these events and be more objective with your analysis. This leads to lessons being learned and allowing yourself to move on with confidence. Journaling, in this traditional sense, is one-sided. You write down your experiences from your perspective. As events get sequenced and you start to see a bigger picture, that perspective may grow, but it remains your view of the world. Creating a self-coaching practice within your journal takes this a step further and gives you the tools to dig deeper. You might be thinking, but Gus, I'm not a coach. How do I self-coach? You engage in self-coaching all the time, but it's not always something you recognize. Self-coaching is described as the ability to bring mindful attention to beliefs, stories, thoughts, patterns, and habits that govern your life. Self-coaching is the ability to use your greater awareness to create change, through small experiments in how you show up in the world, and to non-judgmentally analyze your own results. Think about the last time you were faced with a big decision. You took the time to think through your options, maybe asking friends or family for their opinions and advice. As you thought over the different outcomes and possibilities from this big decision, I bet you actively posed questions to yourself. Let's say you have an opportunity to take a new job, but that job requires you to move to a new state. As you think about it, you ask yourself, can I afford to rent a one-bedroom in this new state? You answer, yeah, with this salary, I should have no problem renting a nice apartment. You ask yourself, but will I be able to rent a one-bedroom that I would actually be comfortable in and have it be in a part of town I want to live in? You spend some time googling the neighborhoods of this new place and decide, yeah, there are some great places that I can rent. You ask yourself, what if I requested to work remotely for now? How would I feel about that, starting this great new opportunity but remaining here, not physically changing locations? that question might take a little bit more thought and inner exploration to answer. This mental back and forth happens all the time when you are confronted with important experiences. These include big decisions in your life that require a lot of time to think through. When you have an emotional experience, especially when you're the one left feeling upset, you can find yourself engaging in this mental back and forth to process what just happened and decide how you want to move forward. Self coaching is more than just talking to yourself. Self coaching is directed at creating change, and it involves questions and realizations that you may not like. I think of this inner coach as the voice of inspiration or the voice of spirit. I know when I'm just talking to myself because I tend to agree with everything I think and remind myself that I am truly amazing. I know when I'm engaging with my self coaching voice because I am questioning myself and my intentions, and realigning myself to be in the best position for success. You may also experience this self-coach as the voice of spirit, or God, or your higher self. Some have described this as their inner voice of reason, or they pretend it's someone they always go to for advice. They ask themselves, what would my mom tell me to do, and listen to what comes up for them. Your inner coach, however you choose to identify this voice, is available to you at any time. When looking to listen to this voice, it can help to be in a calm and relaxed state and slow down the mental noise running through your mind. Meditation is a great way to connect with this state of openness, but it's not always the most practical. Lucky for us, journaling is a perfect alternative. In addition to the general benefits of journaling, the act of writing longhand is a successful way of entering into a meditative state. Your hand can only move so fast. To compensate, your mind naturally slows down and becomes more purposeful with each thought, leading to a state of meditation. Meditation has its own connotations, and many people imagine a person sitting cross legged on the floor with their eyes closed, perfectly at peace. Clients have told me, I can't meditate. I can't quiet my thoughts and just be empty. My brain never stops. Really? Good. Your brain shouldn't stop. It should be continually producing thoughts. That shows it's working. In my experience, meditation is not the absence of thought or the emptying of your mind. I explain to clients that meditation can be like daydreaming. When you daydream, you let go of what's around you. Your mind is free to wander and create, and any thoughts that come up tend to float by like clouds. So when you meditate, or journal, and thoughts come up that are distracting, just let it go. Acknowledge that thought and say, I see that thought, but I am not focusing on that right now. And let it float away like a cloud. When it comes to journaling and self coaching, I think the analogy of daydreaming is doubly important because in a daydream, anything is possible. You can do anything, you can be anything, and your mind never stops and says, "Mm, wait, this is unrealistic. In order to be open to this inner voice and the potential of self coaching, I ask this of you. In what ways are you insisting that something has to be a certain way? Let's go back to the new job example where you were looking for an apartment. In what ways are you insisting that your apartment and that experience of life has to be a certain way? Allow yourself to daydream and be open to any possibility. This one shift opens your mind and frees you Explore all of the paths around you without judgment. Now you've started journaling. You're relaxed and getting into that meditative or daydream like state. You let go of the insistence on the way things have to be and you are open to the possibilities. How do you engage self coaching on the page? Just as you would ask yourself questions in your mind. You are going to write down those questions. Don't be shocked when your pages start looking like short answer questions from school. But that is the idea. As you write and answer your self-coach's questions, what else comes up? What new questions stem off of what you've already written about? Let this back and forth take place on the page and lead you deeper to a new level of understanding. Start writing about a current experience. For one last time, you're thinking about accepting this new job in a new state. Take some time to write about how you feel, what your fears are, what you're excited about. This time, in the voice of your self-coach, you write down, What if I request to work remotely to start? Underneath that question, you answer it. As you pen your thoughts about working remotely, the idea of fear comes up. Your self coach asks, What is it about asking for what would be best for you right now makes you scared? As you answer this question, you may find that you are very nervous that Company X will revoke their offer if you advocate for yourself. The voice of your self coach is not going to demean you or make fun of you, this voice is supportive. And inquisitive. As you continue this exercise, you walk deeper and deeper into this experience and out into greater personal understanding. With more understanding, you create more personal strength. You can use self coaching to understand your emotions and your empathic responses. For example, as you journal and come up with this fear, let your self coach ask the powerful questions of fear. In the voice of your self-coach, write out the question, What is your intention behind this fear? Your journaled response might be that you not only want to keep yourself as safe as possible, you want to be as present as possible for this new company. Working remotely for the time being will remove the pressures of moving during a pandemic, and with that, the stress off your shoulders. You will be able to be more focused and productive. That doesn't seem so scary anymore, and sounds like a very beneficial ask for both parties. Another great use for self coaching is brainstorming. Take out that journal and start generating ideas. The focus of a brainstorm is always on idea creation, not on judging the ideas that come up. As you write down your first few ideas, be open to what your self coach is saying. What is one thing? just 10% that jumps out at you about idea X. Piggyback off that one thing and create idea Y. What 10% of idea Y are you in love with? How would you improve on that or incorporate it differently? Keep focusing on these 10%s and creating new ideas. Be open to what your self-coach offers and questions about these ideas. There are no bad ideas in brainstorming. To help you get started with this practice, I have created a simple worksheet. You can download this for free at patreon.com atlasreadings. In this worksheet, I give you space to identify the topic you're writing about, listen to your self-coach and write a question in that voice, and a space to respond to it. My goal with this worksheet is to introduce you to this format and help you practice it. After a few journaling sessions, you will be confident in integrating this directly into your practice. Journaling as a method for self-coaching is a powerful tool. With a little practice, this tool will become a go-to in your healing toolkit. I am so proud of you. Talk to you next week. Dear Empath with Gus Baxter is a product of Atlas Readings, LLC. You can find out more information at www.atlasreadings.com or at patreon.com atlasreadings.